This is the Dallas Morning News. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's Friday, January 12th. Expect mostly sunny skies today, but it will be cooler than yesterday with a high of 48. Tonight, the low will dip down to 33 under clear skies. For the weekend, it will be getting drastically colder. Saturday will be mostly sunny with a high of 54, but the temperature will plummet throughout the day with a low of 12 possible. Sunday will be the day to look out for. An Arctic blast of air brings the possibility of an ice storm with a coating of a quarter inch possible in places. The high will only be 26 and the low will dip to 16. Here are today's headlines. A man is suing Atmos Energy and the companies that own or manage the Sandman Signature Hotel. Houston-based Kirker Garcia said it is representing Christopher Medeiros, who was working nearby at the time of the Monday explosion. Atmos Energy Corp., Sandman Management, and Northland Properties Corp. were named in the lawsuit, according to a Thursday news release. Northland Properties, operated by Dallas Stars owner Tom Gallardi, opened the downtown hotel in March of last year and is Canada's largest privately owned hospitality company. The suit alleges that Sandman Management and Northland Properties failed to ensure the Sandman Signature Fort Worth Hotel was safe and that there were no conditions on the premises that posed an unreasonable risk of harm to others. Former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Michael Irvin is the subject of an Allen police investigation after the department received an allegation, but a police spokesperson confirmed Thursday that officials are not prepared to release any additional information at this time. Irvin's connection to the matter became public Thursday morning when NBC-owned media outlet Pro Football Talk first reported it. PFT did not report any details about the allegation, It is irregular for someone to be publicly tied to an investigation with neither a criminal charge filed nor details about the investigation. The decision whether to file any charges against the 57-year-old Irvin may not be imminent. Jonathan Manis, an Allen police spokesperson, described the investigation as in the very early stages. Hackers who targeted the city of Dallas had access to the addresses, social security numbers, and other personal information of nearly 300 more people than what had been previously disclosed to the public. Catherine Queller, the city's spokesperson, told the Dallas Morning News on Wednesday that further internal investigations into the cyber attack determined an additional 293 people's information may have been accessed by hackers. She said the city has sent them letters to notify them. The disclosure adds to the tally of more than 30,000 people affected by the data breach and comes after the Dallas City Council met in closed session earlier Wednesday to discuss the cyber attack with the city attorney's office. The council's last listed executive session meeting on the topic was in late September. It's not clear what was discussed during Wednesday's closed meeting, and the council members did not speak about it when they resumed the open meeting in the afternoon. 
The city council voted on August 9th to set aside nearly $8.6 million to pay vendors for hardware, software, incident response, and consulting services in response to the ransomware attack. The city has refused to disclose specifically how that money is being spent. The city appealed a public records request from the news seeking a listing of where the money was going. The city's IT department does not plan to ask the city council to approve any more spending to address the ransomware attack beyond the $8.6 million council members had already approved. The city's refusal to break down any information about the money it has spent is the latest example of how little information the city has disclosed to the public about the May attack, which took some city computers and services offline for weeks. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your extended holiday weekend, and I'll be back Tuesday with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.